Hello and welcome to another episode of Hot Takes. I do not aim with my heart, I aim with my mind. We just saw The Dark Tower, my name is Robert Anderson. I think that was the quote. I'm joined by... I'm Mike Burge. That's Mike Burge. Mike Burge, how are you doing today? I'm doing really good, man. How are you doing? I'm good. You uh, had your first clover iced coffee today and you enjoyed it? I did. You've been talking to me about that Starbucks clover iced coffee for some time now. And let me tell you what, it did not disappoint. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. It was... uh, it, I, I like to taste my coffee, yes. and the problem with most iced coffees is that uh, you can't um, you can't really taste the beans, you can't really mm. taste the earth, and I the like earth. iced coffee a lot. You <laughs> yeah. know, it's it's really good. You know, uh, it's it's refreshing mm-hmm. while also um, invigorating, and it, it it itches the addiction. This is a podcast about iced coffee. It's about if to you be. Didn't know, that's, it's about to be. I could talk about this, iced coffee forever because I love me a mean cold brew. Yeah, I like cold brew too. You get cold yeah. brew with some uh, ice cube coffees. Oh, like the, the coffee little, ice cubes, the coffee, ice, the coffee cubes? ice cubes in there. That's... And I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there real quick to anybody listening. Uh, huh. Coconut water in your iced coffee. I saw you do that the other day, and I'm like, who the fuck do you think you are? Trust me, coconut water. We're talking. Got to get the measurement right. It's about three quarters coffee. One quarter coconut water. Coconut water. Yeah. Uh, maybe a splash of half and half. The tiniest bit, just for color. Mm-hmm. Hey, you don't need any simple syrup because the coconut water is going to do all that for you. It's going to be sweet already. Yeah, it's um, it's uh, refreshing. You know, uh, Mike Burge, I'm just quenching. not a big coconut fan. I'm not into the coconut flavor. You're not really a big fan of a lot of things that like stem from like like uh, seeds or kernels or or or, or nuts. Listen, or... just because I don't like fucking popcorn does not mean I you know have to like. I just don't like coconuts and popcorn. Those are two things I don't like. Otherwise, I like all kinds of shit. That's not true. I loved this movie. Oh, this movie that we just saw? I didn't love it. What did we just see? We saw The Dark Tower. Right. Um, And what did you think of the extended trailer for The Dark Tower? I really like the shorter version more. Really? (laughs) I I feel like this one, this this, this extended trailer trailer gave Mm -hmm. us like a little look into like what's going on. So I'm excited to see what happens like when they start introducing the plot. Yeah, when we see it, you get to see like reasonings, get some exposition Mm -hmm, on some stuff, mm -hmm. really kind of figure out where everybody's coming from, what themes they could deal with and everything. It's really good. Yeah, that'd be good because none of that is here in what we just saw in this very long, but very short movie. Extended trailer. Extended trailer, short movie. Mm -hmm. Burge, you uh, you read the books? No, you read the first. I read book. the first, read the first book, book. Uh, the Gunslinger, um, like a couple years ago. I think okay. we talked about it on the coming attractions when we watched the uh, the Dark Tower trailer on our. I think it was our first episode. Yeah, I, I think that's I when watched we watched the first one, and you know, it, it's none of that. It, none of that's in there. there. <laughs> none of this is in there. Um, there is a gunslinger there, played by there, Idris. Uh, there is Elba. a gunslinger. Um, he's doing the best he can. Played by uh, uh, Stringer Bell from The Wire. Teen heartthrob. He's a, he's a teen heartthrob. Um, and then we've got Matthew McConaughey plays uh, the boy Jake. Yep. That Jake Chambers, <laughs> I think his name was. The young Matthew boy. McConaughey. Yep. And then Matthew McConaughey also played in dual roles. Yes. Actually. Insane uh, he that also, they... Mm. He looks like... I kept forgetting that they were both Matthew McConaughey. It was crazy. It's a lot like an Alien Covenant when they had... Um, What's-his-face play all the androids? Every character in the movie, Ian Holm. Yeah, yeah. Every single character reprising his role from the, mm-hmm. the from the previous. Alien. Just yeah. yep, being every single character in the movie. Yeah, it's crazy. He spreads so thin. That's why none of them are smart. It's really good. It's like Alien Covenant. Uh, is like it's a really bad movie, but it uh, it it deals with like some really cool stuff. Uh, just like it's kind of like how this movie deals with absolutely nothing. So this movie. We went into it kind of knowing it's not going to be... 
wasn't going to be the well, best. I mean, like, you had come to me and you had said that the reviews aren't looking good. We were looking out for it because it, it had a very odd embargo. Yes. Which, for those uh, listening that don't know what the embargo is, the embargo, uh, very plainly, is um, uh, critics and certain people get to see the movie uh, way before it comes out. Sometimes yep. months, but most of the time, usually about a week or two. Yeah. And they're not allowed to post anything to the internet or publish anything legally uh, until the embargo is lifted. And that usually happens if a movie's coming out on Friday, that means people are going to see it Thursday night. Usually they will release it, if not the previous Thursday, the latest is usually that Tuesday, two days prior. Right. The embargo on this did not get lifted until Wednesday yeah. night. Yeah. Uh, I think it might have been even like Thursday at midnight. I, it yeah. was, because I, I didn't see, I or saw Wednesday something pop up on my feed and it was just like... It's not good. And I was like, and again, I don't like to read reviews before I see movies. Late embargoes are usually indicative of right. the quality of the movie because they but, don't want to lose seats because of negative reviews. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. And that's that's kind of like, it's very indicative of that. And right. we were getting a couple drinks before we went to go see the movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, wanted, I wanted to look up uh, IMDb. I want to see like who did the music and like what's right. the cinematography. Like who, what movie am I about to see? Like has anybody worked on anything that I'm interested in? And the very first thing that popped up when I Googled the Dark Tower was uh, the Rotten Tomato score, which was sitting at a nice fine 19%. Yep, couldn't get to 20 yet. Mm-hmm. Might be by certified the time fresh. Recording. Certified fresh, nineteen so percent. Uh, 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 so, but like we, I, I gave the movie a chance, as I give all movies chances, and I got to be honest with you. Movie starts out kind of, and then it starts getting a little okay, and then at some point in the middle there, you're kind of like, oh, this is just like a really bad episode of TV. I've seen those before. Yeah. And I'll be honest, at some point in there, I was kind of like, you could make a defense for this movie. I think that their heart's in the right place. They're trying to do something a little special. It might be coming across as generic, but the yeah. ending completely throws that down the drains. And we won't get into specifics just yet until we get to the spoiler part, but... You're not missing much. Um, I will say, usually for like movies that generally are like I think are bad, this is my opinion, movies that I think are bad or movies I'm like, I'm not super into it. Alien Covenant, bad or not into, say what you will. You know, sometimes I leave a movie that's, like, not that good, and I'm kind of, like, resentful of the movie for wasting my time. This movie, I kind of actually, like, felt bad for. Like, yourself. Yeah, I felt bad for everybody. I was feeling well, I bad felt for bad the because, whole like, movie. I think that there's, like, nuggets in there that normally are things that I would be into. I'm just like, yeah, it's, like, a weird... Like, dream world seems to be, like, maybe metafiction, but that never, ever really made its way into the movie. But it's, like, you know, there's multiple worlds that's kind of sci-fi meets fantasy, but it doesn't try to do either. There are nuggets of in there of things where I'm like, yeah, this kind of, like, high-concept storyline you could get into if you did it well, and it was not done well. No. This has got problems that were all the way to the script... Uh, this is I. It was like the production was plagued with problems. Like, That's it was what I've been seeing those articles like, here and to and from yeah. uh, you know from the studios and executives and all that, all that like the, the guys in the ties, the inside baseball. Yeah. You know, they uh, it, it it just at the end of the day, I can't really imagine the script being anything special unless they knocked a lot off. Which it's it's sitting at a 
It's a 95-minute runtime, which is a very pretty runtime if your shit's together. You know, like, that could be a very tight runtime, or it could feel very rushed. Yes. And somehow, and that's what I said to you beforehand, you talk, I was like, yeah, this, this points more. to one of those two things, mm-hmm. and, like, one could be bad and one could be really good. But this somehow found a way to magically... Magically, mm, there's magic in this movie. Step into the very middle of that and just be so pointless, where it doesn't feel like they're rushing because they never get to anything. So it's not yeah. like they're just like, all right, get through this stuff so we can get to the big thing. It's like all they really want to get to is, I guess, uh, Roland's character, the gunslinger, like the gunslinger shooting guns, which wants... he does not do that much. No, honestly, if you did more... Because the scenes where he is shooting guns are like, yeah, that's cool. I mean, yeah, but at that point, like, you're just kind of like, give me anything right now. Like, I... I, They could have just, like, wheeled out, like, a a CGI pink unicorn on a unicycle spinning around, like, like, uh, party poppers and stuff. I'd be like, absolutely, look at this. This This is is fantastic. Give me me something to entertain me. Yeah, because the movie... This movie is anything but that. What do you think the movie is... Like, what do you think the movie was concerned with what is the movie trying to give its audience so speaking as somebody who hasn't read the books which i think is very interesting because like they said that it's you know it's not like a direct adaptation this is a sort of remix sequel this this is pulling from many of the books in the series this is a story that takes place within the dark tower universe which is filled with um like multiple dimensions, alternate realities. This different is a things very like big story to kind of even try to boil down and or condense into any runtime of a movie. Right, it seems like. Well, and it really sucks because like people have been waiting for this movie for a long time. Yeah, and the whole like um, Nicola uh, Arcel, I think his name is. We learned how to pronounce it. Oh, the director. Coming, yeah, yeah, the director. He he had this whole thing where like. And him and the studios like doubled down on this man. Like they they wanted to make a Dark Tower movie, and if the movie was successful, it's not. Um, they were gonna do like a TV show to kind of like that was gonna be a direct adaptation, yeah, something like that, and that was gonna kind of fill in the, TV, the holes. The TV show the would deal with the universe that the movie has set up now, kind of while dealing with some of the story elements stuff like you right. Know, but I think the, there but was the a continuity that they, in the canon would be. The movie had, would have yes. started it. Yeah, and okay. they could go in and out of the book universe as well. They could yeah. do anything, really. And mm-hmm. I think that's kind of why they made Idris Elba look a little bit older in this. So they like, can maybe go back and I think that younger... that's what they were doing. I mean, it, I mean I've seen articles that they have showrunners. The show, maybe just I think, more still like, might happen. Uh, we'll see if it's uh, an adaptation from Square One or a continuation of this universe. I don't know. Of the film. I mean, the whole thing with Idris Elba looking older could just be like they were trying to make him look kind of shaggy and just kind of depressed and decrepit. Yeah. But I got the feeling that, like, even oh, he looks the same aging age. aging him up a bit. So he looks the same can... age that, like, uh, when you see in the trailer, his father has passed. In this trailer, you see, like, his father in his arms. Mm-hmm. So it's not really a spoiler. Yeah, and he looks not like that regular Idris Elba in that. Yeah, but he still is the same. I think he doesn't look any younger than he does later in the movie. Not really. No, it's the same. He doesn't have his uh, his duster on. That's the only difference. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's, it's his dad's duster. Is it his dad's duster? I don't know. I don't think it is, because his dad's duster... He, his, his father is dressed like um, a Union soldier from the Civil War. He's dressed like... Then, he's dressed like a... He's dressed like a, a soldier... 
like a Union soldier from the Civil War if like Assassin's Creed were to, were to be, yeah. make a, a, a which Civil they, which War. Which they one. did. Um, well, no, that was uh, not Civil War. That was um, 1773. The declaration was the War for Independence. The Revolutionary War. That's the one. I've never yeah. seen that movie either. Revolutionary Road? <laughs> That's the one. It's a good one. I've seen The Patriot. It's a great movie. That is a good movie. No, it's, it's been not. a long time. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I like it. When though. I was a young boy, it was great. <laughs> doesn't make it a good movie. That is true. If I like it, doesn't yeah. make it a good Listen, movie. Listen, I had to watch all the Spider-Mans again recently, and there was a lot of wake-up calls that young Robbie had to deal with. Yeah. Like, Spider-Man 1's, like, you know, not really... It doesn't hold up as well as uh, Spider-Man 2. Oh. Which is sad. Love Spider-Man 2, though. Spider-Man 2 is a really good movie. I would have rather watched that. I'd rather, I'd rather watch Spider-Man 3 again, and I think I had to like pull my teeth out to be entertained during that movie. So Matthew McConaughey stars as the little kid. Yeah, he, uh, he's the little is, boy who's having visions of... He's having visions yeah. of this other world where um, the movie he's also, seeing other Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Which is interesting because like it's two characters played by Matthew McConaughey, and one is uh, seeing visions of the his, other Matthew McConaughey. Right, but there, there's not like... An, we're, we're not... I don't want to even look up this kid's name. Because we don't. Yeah, Jake Chambers is the character's no, name. No, no, I don't, but you know the name of the actor? Matthew McConaughey. You piece of shit. <laughs> so he's look, he sees uh, the devil, uh, played by Matthew McConaughey, and. Walter. Walter. <laughs> Why is his name Walter? Yeah, I think it's something that's like kind of cool and goofy in the books, and it's just not translating. No. There is a lot of this movie that does not translate. And it comes across I mean, as superficial it, and like. just like and, and fucking just like not caring. Well, the movie screams bad adaptation. Like it reminds me. Uh, you ever read the Aragon books? Hmm? The Aragon books. The dragon books. Yeah. No. Uh, maybe because maybe you're a little bit older than me, so that never really. Hits I am a little bit older than you. I read those books. Um, they're pretty good, like YA novels. Um, I read them when I was a YA young adult. You just stare so coldly into my soul. I'm listening to you. I know, it hurts. I'm used to Jack being able to like take some of the glances <laughs> away. Um, and he's dead, which is really unfortunate. Oh, yeah, rest in peace, Jack. Yeah, rest in peace. We love you. Um, so, like, those bo- so like I love those books. He's not really dead. No, he's fine. He's somewhere across, across Somebody's the driving ocean. their car right now, and they almost just swerved off their other way. Like, God, Jack, where am I going to get my rye wit? <laughs> my rye wit. A WW. So, I really like those books. Then the movie comes out, and the movie is just, it's like, did you, you guys fucking read the books? Like, just everything's like out of control. I think that's the And that's like, that they, the I issue. think that they did read the books, and they were trying to make a movie that wasn't the books, because they knew that they couldn't live up to it, but right. they were trying to make a movie that wasn't the books, that was for the book readers. And, like, I could see that there was tons of stuff, there was tons of focus on these little tiny things in the background or off to the side that were meant to be, like, little Easter eggs. Those are for you who read the books. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I get that. But then there's also parts where they're just not explaining to me, like, who are these, who are, okay, we can't, okay. Uh, They're doing doing things that I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? I don't know what's going on. Well, that's the thing. Like, the movie doesn't... It doesn't seem to stand on its own feet as an adaptation, but then it also fails to just be a fucking movie. Like, I remember there's a scene where we're, you're in a village, and we'll get into spoiler territory later, but, like, it's at this point where things start to go awry, where I'm like, oh, shit, this is the end of Act 2. 
Like, we're about to go to the end of the movie. Because, like, the movie is just going at, like, a fucking lightning fast speed. Because, like, I'm not saying the movie feels rushed, oh, I remember that but moment. The movie... When the goats, they're like, what are the goats so scared of? And well, I was like, they're... they're scared of the rising climax. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what's going on. <laughs> well, like, I hate the bloggers. She's just like, I gotta save the goats. I'm like, this is fucking, fucking stupid fucking movie. But, like, the movie, I think the movie's just trying to rush to the end. And, like, this also... From the beginning. This movie also feels like... Like, uh, you know, you ever see a movie where you're just like, oh, this is like the 400th cut of this movie. Like, yes. things have been shifted around. You see the fingerprints You just watched Blade it. Runner, didn't you? Yeah, well, that's, that's well, another... There you go. Yeah. You saw so that. <laughs> I have an eye for it right now. Because this movie also... Whereas, like, I did see Blade Runner Final Cut, and, like, the only detriment to that version of the film is that you kind of see the hands in the editing room a little yeah. too much. I mean, that is the that is the superior cut, in my opinion. I, it's, I can see that. It, it's just like, it, it's got some stuff that's wrong with it. And maybe the original director's cut that you can, I think, only get on like VHS, which I have a copy of that too. And it's it's good. It just pretty much takes out the narration, which is the worst part of the original. Which should just not be in it at all. Yeah, because Harrison Ford is just, he didn't want to do it. Yeah, but also that movie doesn't need someone explaining things to you. No, it doesn't need it at all. Yeah. Like they thought that, like they were like uh, audiences are they're not going to get it because mm-hmm. because the studio was so stupid they couldn't understand it. They were like, well, we're smart because we're fucking rich, so if we can't get it, audiences won't get it. You stupid artist. Was that era of Hollywood very fun? Eighties yeah. was a lot of fun. Sons. Completely reset everything. Um, this movie also like I also couldn't tell if the movie was trying to respect my intelligence. This is to Dark Tower now. We're back in Dark Tower. Dark Tower. Yeah. I wasn't sure if the movie was like being like, we need to over-explain things, or like, oh no, they'll get it. Because there's like some things where they're, they really beat you over the head with it. And there's other things I'm just like, why is this happening? What's going on? Hey. I wouldn't say I was ever confused during the movie. I kind of knew what the gist was. I was a little confused during the movie. I was a little like, wait, did I... like? It was never like, did I think that I missed something? I was like, you guys are deliberately not explaining things, and I want to know why. I yeah, demand not... to know why you are not explaining these things that you are doing. It's not like they're holding it to their chest for a reveal. Later. No, like, and, yeah. and what's even crazier is that this is supposed to be the beginning of something huge. A bigger trilogy. You know, yeah. like, this is, you Toward know, like, uh, spoiler alert, they want to make more of these. Right. You know, like, it ends where it's like, they could make more of these. It ends very much just like, being there told, are more adventures more we can go on a, yeah. It's a movie that's based off of eight books. There are going to be more of these. And you're just like, there isn't, a, there isn't like a classic, uh, like, theme, like a, like a song. There isn't, like, music that you're like, gets you, like, that's the Dark Tower music. There, there isn't, there isn't a main character. Well, it's even like, like even Matthew music- McConaughey's character, uh, Jake Chambers, is like the main character in this. Yeah. And... <laughs> He, and, and, like, Idris Elba is supposed to be Roland, who's, like, the main character in the books as far as I know. He's the main character of the book that I read. Yeah. But, like, it, it, he's, like, second fiddle. He is, like, the muscle to Jake's main character, which is fucking stupid, because yeah. I don't want to watch a movie that's all about... They turn this movie into a young adult. Yeah. It feels like a YA-adapted like, film. It's like, yeah. why am I... Why do I have to watch another fucking movie 
about like some like young uh like young teenager who feels disconnected from his world and all of a sudden realizes because he's, he plays an important part in a fantastic world that nobody believes in him but right. he's like the key to it the dark the dark people want him the Idris Elba people want him like everybody wants and it's like I don't need this shit I don't need Idris Elba phoning in his best Han Solo from the first half of Star Wars is that like, what he's doing? I don't think he's doing the whole yeah. fucking rugged, like, yeah, I'm in for me and my own. I got no time for you, but I got a heart of gold. You could get there. It's, I don't, <laughs> I don't need this shit. This whole fucking movie right. was set up to be something that could have been fucking great. It could have introduced the new fucking epics, you know, like, I know that, like, cinematic universes and stuff like that are getting really, like, just like watered down lately. It's a like, buzzword. It's like a remember really... when, when Lord of the Rings was coming out? Like that was a big thing. Yeah. Once a year, you got a new Lord but of the Rings. But it wasn't going to be like a, a universe. It was just like you're going to get the next one, get and you know that it will end. And yeah. then The Hobbit was the them trying to expand. With Dark Tower, there's there's no universe really being set up besides the fact that they're like this is a really crazy narrative world that has so many nooks and crannies that we just told you about and we're not really concerned with any of them except for like Midworld, Keystone Earth, and uh Glow Tower. And then Dark Tower. Glow Tower and Dark Tower I think exist in the same place. Glow Tower is the cannon that they shoot into it. I hate this movie. Glow Tower? That's where they shoot the screaming beam at the Dark Tower. Oh you're just naming it Glow Tower. I ain't calling it that. Oh. They do call it a glow beam or a glow scare or something in the movie. What? Yeah. You don't remember that? No. Remember, like, <laughs> they shoot, it's so fucking, he's just like, there's another glow scare. It's like, what? Oh, oh. <laughs> he calls he... it glow something. Oh, You know, yeah. remember that? What does he call it? It's so and, stupid. And uh, Matthew McConaughey's Jake says, uh, <laughs> it sounds like screams. It sounds like screams. He's like, it's another glow. It sounds like screams. It's a glow scare. It's, it's a, a flat scare. circle, man. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean. Yep. Fuck you! You want to just you want to just like take, take a break and get into the spoilers, or is it? I don't think there's any like more I have to say. Non, I want to I want to get into the specifics of why. I yeah, I mean that's sure. I think like I think we've said enough. Like, if you want to go see it, if go you see really, it. I uh, I haven't read the books. The thing, funny enough, I have not read the books. This movie definitely made me want. Like I'm about to get it on my iPad right now. Because I'm like, true. I want to read the books. Because, I mean, like, because I'm already, I'm, I'm breaking into Stephen King right now. Yes, yeah, so you're I'm doing your. What is your them. challenge now? I'm reading. reading all of the Stephen Kings. Do you have a time frame for that, or are you just trying no, to? It's my own it? little thing. I, I mean, like, we're. Where are you? Are you doing it in chronological order? Or are you just like? Kind of, uh yeah. yeah. So where are you that right released? Now? I'm still on the first one. I Carrie? pretty much like yeah. It took me a while to track down like a really nice good copy of Carrie. Yeah. I wanted like an old school. Carrie one. is like a shorter book. It's very short. Yeah. yeah, all of his all of his writings are, are like very easy to digest. You know, Which is and that's cool. yeah. that's what's really neat about him. And everybody's like, "Ooh, that's a pretty big challenge." Like, and I was like, "He's written like." He's written like uh, a little over fifty novels, and mm-hmm. he's got a couple like short story guys in there, and a couple nonfiction like memoirs or yeah. tutorials. And I'm reading all those, and it's 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 not it's not that big of a deal because he's he just his writing just really kind of washes over you in a good way, sometimes yeah. in a bad way. Like if there's a Stephen King book out there that they haven't made a movie out of, guess what? It's not. Good. It's not good. <laughs> like that's just what it is. And do it. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, but I might be proved wrong on that, and that's one of the reasons I want to... You want to keep reading it. I want to keep reading it, yeah. Hey, man, I feel that. I uh, Yeah, I want to read this book... I want to read this book series just because, like... 
since hearing about this movie coming out and like hearing kind of people talk about the book being like, yeah, it's just like kind of epic that kind of is very meta in the way that it understands stories and maybe has connections to like all the other Stephen King books. And I was like, yeah, that sounds like super up my alley. That sounds great. There's no way they can make that into a movie. How are you going to make a self-aware and you can't do it? (laughs) I would have much rather this movie uh focus on the gunslinger which would have been the first book it seems like and it's see i don't know why they decided that they just can't just try and do that they didn't do that so because idris elba is the most interesting part of the fucking movie well that's just because he's, he's a really good just, actor like that well yeah he does the best he's saying and doing isn't like necessarily like it's not good entertaining it's no. just like he's just an entertainer he's a natural showman he's like he's good just, at doing that he's just yeah yeah like that's just you can't give that guy dialogue that he's not going to be able to just like chew the fuck out of and like be able to deliver in a way that sounds at least just kind of realistic yeah and yeah, Alright, so we're going to take a quick break, plug some things. Uh, when we come back, we'll be in the spoiler-free territory. and no, spoiler-filled territory. Sorry, spoiler-filled territory. And listen, even if you haven't seen the movie, you should just come on by and listen to us just fucking Yeah, we're going to have some way. fun. It's going to be more fun than if you saw the movie. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that right now. This is going to be fun. Alright, so we'll be right back. Thanks again for listening. Um, we have a few new shows happening at Story Screen. Uh, first of which is Cathode Raycast. This is a podcast ho- hosted by Bernadette Gorman. You might have heard her on a few of our sh- other shows. But this podcast is tackling the world of television. So the first episode is about American Gods. Uh, again, Bernadette is hosting. She's joined by uh, Heath White. That's his last name. And uh, Jack and I, and we talk about American Gods, and most, I think we all generally liked it, but if you want to hear some thoughts about the first season of American Gods, definitely check that out. And uh, Burge, you also have something you want to announce. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Mm. We have not only just made the jump into the television realm, we are also tackling the other big story medium, books. Now, Burge, I've heard that this is the... Like this is kind of the frontier of storytelling. Books are those things that are in libraries or on like a lot of people's shelves, and like they always seem like when you go over to a friend's house and they got a shelf and it's got all these like weird like boxes of different colors on the. That's shelves. not filled with chocolates. That's not filled with chocolates. Oh. Th- these are filled with stories. Oh, the chocolates of the mind. Written by different people. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Uh, and so we are breaking into that, and we are starting our own book club. Um, it's called uh, Real Page Turner. Uh, real spell R E E L. I think the story behind how the name was made is funny because you oh, took, we'll talk about it in the you first took episode. Some of our suggestions, <laughs> and you're like, I'm just gonna push them. We're just advertising right now. <laughs> Shut up. But yeah, we're going to be uh, doing uh, books uh, every two months. We're going to be announcing a new book uh, that was eventually adapted into a movie. So the idea is that you get two months to uh, find a copy of the book, read it, uh, find a copy of the movie, the adaptation that we're doing, watch it. And then we will be accepting uh, special guests onto the show to uh, record the podcast Mm -hmm. with us, talk about the book, talk about the movie, talk about the differences, good or bad. And then we will be uh, throwing the episode on out there for everybody else to listen to that was a part of it, where we will also announce what the next uh, book and movie is. Verge, what is the first book that we're doing? It is Stephen King's... Hey. Hey! 
Carrie. Nice. Uh, spooky. His spooky first, his very first, his very first novel, yeah. which makes sense. It's considered one of his best uh, written uh, horror novels. Mm-hmm. And we are going to be then watching the Brian De Palma adaptation. Is from the, the original adaptation? Of that the is the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a miniseries. There was a sequel. There was like one. a newer one. Yeah. yeah. And like, we'll be watching all of those, but we ask our readers mainly to, li- to watch, read the the, the original book. And See watch the, the Brian De Palma one, yeah. and you can check it out. Uh, if you guys live in the Beacon area, which is where we are based out of, Binnacle Books on Main Street has agreed that if you go on in there and you say that you're a part of the Story Screen Book Club, um, they will order you a copy of Carrie if they don't already have one there for you, and you get a 15% discount if you say you're with the Story Screen Book Club. Hey, cheap books. Cheap books. That's a good fucking That's some deal. good stuff. Yeah. As for the movie, you're going to have to find that on your own. Okay. Let's get back to talking about the Dark Tower, okay? <laughs> Hello and welcome back. Uh, we are still talking about Dark Tower. This movie sucks. Good night. This movie is not good. Uh, who does? Uh, Matthew McConaughey. The, the, I, I was about to say, I'm like, maybe one of the more interesting characters in the movie gets killed at the end. Well, then he doesn't. Well, I mean, no, of I mean, he doesn't. Well, do you think you start off with this? No, we're start no, off with no, this. You're, no, you're right. That? No, you're right. You're right. I just wanted to be. Let's funny talk about one oh. of the most interesting moments in the movie that I found to be. I I, I was thinking about the whole ride home, and that okay. is, um, we get the Sony logo. This is the. <laughs> this is the then beginning. We get the, the um, uh, Columbia Pictures logo. Yeah. Fade to black. Fade to black. And then we get a couple title cards. And the title cards read, mm. if my memory serves me correctly. I also remember, I'm, I'm glad you're bringing us, this up. It gives us two pieces of information. It gives us two title cards that each give us a piece of information yeah. that we don't fucking need. No. At all. In well, the beginning. Oh, you, no, no. Let me Okay, okay, okay. They are, there is a dark tower the name of the movie there is a dark tower that rests in the center, in the of, the center of the universe I think that's what it is. that uh protects us second title card reads it is said that the mind of a child can destroy it and then the dark tower logo and we go in and the movie begins now these are two pieces of information right. that we are eventually given anyway in the movie. Arguably. They in no way set yeah. any tone or get you going or give you any information that you need that's not already going to be presented to you. Or it's not even information that you need at the beginning of the movie. No. Because they tell you it again later in the movie. A they title, tell a title you, like, card is to cut down on the exposition. Usually title cards, text entrances are reserved for... Uh, movies where you're in the, in like a trilogy or like there's a few movies Your Star Wars, uh, War for the Planet of the Apes does it to catch you up to speed on yeah. why you're in the third movie. And, but and it, it does it in a very sets good way. the tone. It's like, yes. here we go. This is where we're at. This is what we're dealing yeah. with. And then usually there's a sentence that leads off. It's usually the final sentence that I was gonna say, has a little ambiance In to this, it. I remember like it was like, because it, it wasn't so much that it was two different title cards. It was like one sentence. Fade in second sentence and i was just like all right where's the next 
That's next it. Next one, I'm like, no, 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 the movie's starting. The T is the tower. You know what, though? <laughs> that second title card was very true. Because whoever made this movie has the mind of a child, child and they, they destroyed just destroyed it. the Dark Tower. They ruined it. Zing! All right, that's it, everybody. We Thank got it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for Yeah, so the movie's, like, just kind of fucked from the beginning. Uh, you get this, like, very troubled kid. He can't sleep. He's Matthew McConaughey the Matthew whole time. Matthew McConaughey, yeah. And he has all these, like, crazy pictures that he's drawing mm-hmm. and like and Matthew McConaughey's performance as that kid though is really good I don't like his performance as the man in black Walter no which I think is just very just kind of I mean I mean do, do I want to be nice to this movie a little bit and if we if feel, I want to be a we, little nice I will say that for he, the movie. he's like he he's yeah he's got he's got he, no never mind do you think that there's like a cut of this movie that maybe is even a fucking hour longer, but makes it jump up from like a garbage movie to like a watchable movie. No, you don't think you think because no. you know that there's so much footage. We on saw the so much of it. There could there could be another like hour. There could be another ninety five minutes of this movie. Right, and the foundation that they build is just so fucking like this is the movie. There's a kid who's having some dreams. About these two dudes and this weird world. And all of a sudden, these people that work for one of those dudes show up and want to take him. So he runs away, ends up getting into that world, meets the other dude who wants nothing to do with him, eventually gets that dude to want to help him. Meanwhile, the other dude finds out that he wants the kid, so he goes after the kid, and the other dude doesn't like the other dude either, so they start fucking with each other. And then the kid ends up getting kidnapped by the dude, and then the other dude that kind of didn't like him at first but now likes him, saves him, kills the other dude, and that's it. That's the movie. That is the movie. And there are no like set pieces to this. There's nothing like there's there's like uh there's an attack on the village that you talked about earlier. Yeah, which is awful. Um there's uh I guess you could call Jake's escape from like the skin people. Oh, uh, they, oh yeah. so hey, real quick well, too. About, there are characters in this movie that are rat people. Is is that what they are? Or are They're they orcs? People. Or are they or- I thought they were They, like they very much are orcs, but, but, they like, look they, like orcs. but they look like rat people. Like you saw the oh, one guy. The one guy who had the weird like face mask thing. Yeah. He was furry. And then Matthew McConaughey shows up and he's like, put your skin on, you're in my house. Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't understand. Time is a flat circle, rat man. It's time to be a little twig. On the branch of life. I was really upset that he wasn't drinking Colt 45s the entire movie. But what makes me happy is that he probably was behind the scenes. Sounds like he was... It seems like it seems to me like Matthew McConaughey was drinking Colt 45s the entire time he was reading the script for this movie before he took the job. Yeah, he was because just like, yeah, you've got to be one fucking messed up guy for any amount of money to do this. Like, Matthew McConaughey and Idris Elba are riding tall right now. They are two of the greatest working actors that we've got going on right now. They're fucking great. They yeah. are fucking amazing in just about everything that they do. Well, I feel days. like Idris Elba is like blowing up now, whereas Matthew McConaughey like he's waiting for the next pop for him. Well, the McConaissance has ended. McConaissance, that's what I'm saying. And so he's, he's riding high off of that, you know. Yeah, he's still up there because we got was what happened at the same time? It was Mud, True Detective, and then uh, Dallas Wires Club. That's the that's the pop. That's like within two years of itself. Yes, the Matthew McConaughey pop. Mm-hmm. 
And he's still writing that. I'm, he's also he got, get like, another I mean, there's also, though. like, Killer Joe is in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Killer Joe. Like, I haven't seen Killer Joe, amazing. but, like, you know, he's yeah, got, he's got like, this, like, he had, like, this, like, year and a half where, like, he came out Crushing. with, like, six projects, and it was just, like, who what the fuck Well, because, like, his career has never been that. But he was no. the guy from Fool's Gold and et cetera. Mm-hmm. And he was in that one lore movie, That Crew is Good. What? I forget the name of it. I didn't see it. The one little what? He's in, he's a, he's a lawyer in it. Oh, Lincoln Lawyer is great. I heard actually. that's a really good movie. Really yeah. fucking good, surprisingly. But that's like, that's when people were just like, oh yeah, he's in all these like weird shit flicks and other shitty movies, but like, he's really good Well, I really also that. do love him in like, uh, what is it, uh, Fool's Gold is uh, a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It's, <laughs> a, it's, a, it's a cute little, like these are movies, like I'm not going in to watch Fool's Gold and expecting to be blown away like it's fucking Darren Aronofsky's The Fountain. Like I'm not, right. I, I don't want to like sit down and really think about this shit. Like it's just like, yeah, let show me two hot people that I'm like, yeah, they could totally fuck. And then show me like, wait, why aren't they fucking? I hope they get over it. And then I they get they over just, it and then I they fuck they again. Just like, bang. That's what it is. That's what a romantic comedy is. I mean, that's also what like Dark Tower could have been this idea of just like, just do what, what the trailer is showing us. The trailer, we did it on a podcast, on our Coming Attractions podcast. Listen to it. We talk about trailers. It's good. But in that trailer, what it showed us is just like, were we right. excited about that? We were like, we wanted to see it. We were curious about where it was going. It wasn't a trailer that we saw and we were just like, oh yeah, no, fuck this movie. Let's cut in a little piece of what we said about that right here. Okay. No, the man in black. That's what he's called in here. The man in black. The devil. Mm. He's the devil, yeah. Matthew, uh, McConaughey. So he's... Matthew McConaughey with that full lisp, like that like little like whistly lisp. Always Always. You know death always wins. He's looking like he's about to true detective season three the shit out of this. Hell yeah. Because mm. he is he is nomin on the corner of Time every wall of every circle. room that he's in. Yeah. In these scenes, like he's he's acting the fuck out of this, so yeah. I'm I'm excited about that. I think, but the Dark Tower is so like they are definitely taking aspects from pretty much the the full front of maybe like the first four books, maybe even beyond. The I movie's understand. Not concerned with doing it in chronological order, they're right? not concerned with that yeah. at all. I actually think that the way that they Which are great, making it so that they don't be compared, they won't be compared to the books. Yeah, is that it's actually an alternate reality. Have no idea what we just said right there, but no, I would imagine, I think flight. we were kind of stoked about it. I I don't know about stoked, but I think we we're positive. Mm. We'll find out eventually. <laughs> well, you, they found out. You, right. you guys know already. <laughs> you guys the found magic out. of editing. The magic. Also, what is magic in the world of this movie? Well, it seems to me like Matthew McConaughey is Walter character as opposed to his Jake character. The child. Uh, the child that he plays in this film. Yes. Um, it, it's just kind of like uh, I can pretty much do anything. He can Literally say he's like, fucking anything. Stop breathing, burn, do this, do that to people, and they follow the command. You know what I was mad about? I, he I even thought... controls the rat people because he has the rat people like, Again, destroy each other. Because like, this is me. I'm going to run through this. I'm going to try and make sense of this. Go. So... Outside, on the outskirts of the protected world of the Dark Tower, there is the demons who are always trying to get into the circle, and they cannot. Leading the demons is Matthew McConaughey as who I thought was just the devil. I was totally on board. I was like, oh, he's just Satan. Because even in that one line when they're like, go to hell, he's like, I've already been there. Alright, alright, alright. And then kills that guy. Or sends him to fucking hell. I don't know what he does. I just thought he was, I thought he was Satan. And then they're like, oh no, he's a sorcerer. So he's this magic man who for some reason is the only one of his kind because he's also the super leader of all the rat people. And his objective is... See, it doesn't make any fucking sense. And then he's just like, all right, 
I don't have any of the scary demons that interact later in the movie with my younger character, Jake Chambers, or Idris Elba, which are those, don't, you never see those demons again in the movie. They pop up twice in that one 15 minute section, and then he pops them off real quick, because they also are shapeshifters, and they also, <laughs> they also are just demons, and then he's just surrounded by rat people. He and the rat people can go into they they can't destroy the circle but they can interact with all the worlds because they have portals that they control and track and can go into the world so i don't understand why they need to destroy the portal because they already can enter the sacred land that they can't interact with so what are they what are they trying to do why are they trying to blow the tower they can already go inside the place so that so that's uh So he's <laughs> So not only is Keep he going. he's not the devil. Okay. He doesn't need to destroy the Dark Tower because he already can do anything, anything he wants! <laughs> and he seems to be in control. Because everyone who lives in the circle oh. is in savage poverty. <laughs> Except for Earth, which is normal. <laughs> the only other world they show is ravaged by poverty and has psychic people and one gunslinger. And I don't know. It also has radiation poisoning, which makes me think. Which makes me think that middle middle world is an Earth that got like nuclear holocausted, and now this is the remnants of it. Uh, yeah, I think and that's what they're. That's going what they're going for, for right? That's but okay. So that's. So, like, what's the point of the movie? What are they trying to do? He can do whatever he wants. He can do whatever he wants. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Oh, God. It's madness. He He can do anything. He can do anything. I think it's more, it's like a drive. Like, it's just kind of, like, it's his... The principle of the matter? Yeah, it's like, like, we gotta make a movie. So, like, this guy's gotta wanna do the thing that the good guy doesn't want Also, it's never explained why Idris Elba... Is cannot be harmed by magic. It's never they never run you through. I that. think that's again that's something that's like in the books probably like. Well, they should tell me. I mean, that's uh, the whole that's the whole like uh, uh, fucking uh, immovable object meets <sighs> an unstoppable force, force kind of yeah. thing. It, you know, it's the idea. It's like well, uh, Matthew McConaughey finds this guy that he can't he can't um, kill as easily as he can. Anybody anything, else, anything. and he yeah. finds that interesting. So he's like, "Oh, this is great! I'll just like kill everybody around him, anybody that he yeah. ever loves, or anything like that. I'll destroy that." And it's like a game for him. Like I get that, and they bring it up a couple times, but they never really, uh, they never really delve into like yeah. the depth of that. They never really get into like how this messes around with um, Roland's character, yes. or you know. It's just, it, it, the whole thing is just so half-baked. It's just all these ideas that are good ideas because they came from a series of good books. Of good books, right. And so they've got all these good ideas and they're just kind of whimsically just throwing them around. It's just so confusing. Like the scene in the, it, when, in the scene where uh, young, well, not young Matthew McConaughey, but uh, Jake Chambers played by Matthew McConaughey mm-hmm. who's playing a child. Mm-hmm. When he goes to Brooklyn he finds that portal there and then gets attacked by the floor and the ceiling at once. Yeah, there's like a demon. But then he 
it, it turns out that he's the one who stops it. Right, because he, he, says, he says stop because he's got the shine. The shine. Everybody. He has the shine. The Which shine is, is from, your... Is that from the book? That's from The Shining. Oh. Because all of Stephen King's books are connected in The Dark Tower and The Shining. You, you shine. My, my mama, had my grandmama had a word for it. The shine. shine. Does that kid have to... I hadn't seen The Shining. Stop. Just don't even go through it. Does the kid? In that's that an movie, okay one for you not to see. That's a that's a. I want to see it. It's hey, you're young, good. but like you should totally see it because it's one of the best movies that's ever made. Whatever. So the kid who has the shine does he also have like pseudo psychic, psychic powers? Yeah, that's pretty okay. much what it is. It's like yeah, there's okay. like a, the idea is that there's people in the world that have these psychic powers and they refer to it in the you know continuity of the King Steaming. multiverse as right. shining. You know, you shine and. It's very odd that they bring it up in this movie, too. Like, I've got this feeling. I got a feeling that, that this, this they movie's... are going to <laughs> fucking involve the It movie. They wanted to involve the It movie in the next Dark Tower movie. Because <sighs> It, the character It... Um, Does it appear in... Oh, he is in the Dark Tower. Okay. Um, he's, uh, I think his name's like... Bob Gray or the clown something like Bob that. Gray. Yeah, like he's a guy, like a, the oh. the demon that is the it character to these yeah. children is like a guy, and this was like naming your dog like a person. Well, it's name. like think about like the man in black. His name is Walter. Yeah, like they have, no, but that's kind of what I'm names, yeah. and they come from a, they come from different worlds. That I this is all just going off the top of my head okay. of like things that I've read or heard, right? You know, like about. it's um. It, all of these people come from different worlds that are of different ages and of different, um, I guess, for lack of a better word, uh, dispositions. Like, they come from different worlds where maybe magic is like, fuck yeah, totally, let's go for it. Yeah. Or they come from worlds where it's like, machines are in charge and we just do shit. Like, they come yeah. from different things and once they're able to teleport using terminal portals as we see in this movie right they can kind of go in and out of other worlds and kind of go into a place where yeah they were normal where they came from but now they're here and it's they abnormal. can it's abnormal and it's extraordinary which kind of brings into this like metafold of the narrative where it's like you take this crazy clown demon or the demon takes the form of a clown in this place you get a horror story from these characters who do not understand the the dark tower seems to be king's you know, it, it's his way of bringing everything in together, but the Dark Tower is, like, the evil itself. It's called the Dark Tower, so it probably is, like, some kind of evil in the center no, of No, I don't think the Dark stories. Tower is evil. Like, from what I understand of what I remember from the first book, okay, uh, which is very fucking little. In the first book, all I really remember is uh, it's Roland chasing down a man in black across the desert. Uh, he bangs this girl in a cabin. Mm. Uh, that's got like a scarred face or something like that and then she eventually dies and oh. then he keeps going and he goes to like somewhere else and like talks to a couple other people and then that's all I remember that's um, it. I mean it was a good book I had a lot of fun reading it and yeah. I started reading the second one and I found out that uh, the they're movie. all connected like they're connected with different Stephen King books, and I'm like, oh fuck! So that's the only thing that turns me from reading. The I'm Dark a completist. That's the whole thing that's going on yeah. with me right now. I'm a completist. You would and like I to, read, to Dark read Dark Tower, so I need to. Da -da 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 -da. Read I need to read them all because piece. it's yeah. a, it's a problem that I have. I have to no. give me. I can't. I, I can relate to that though, because like I said before, before a break, I was like, it makes me want to read the books, but 
if there's parts of the books I'm missing or kind of like knowledge gated off because I haven't read all of the Stephen King books, which, you know, bless you, bless your little heart for trying to take on that endeavor. Not necessarily the endeavor I want to take on. Mm. It kind of, I, I almost wonder, it's like, well, I get the same enjoyment out of the books as opposed to maybe you who will be reading all of them, mm. you know, and that makes, that kind of keeps me from wanting to read it. But almost, that almost is a complete detriment in that same idea to the movie because it's like, if Stephen King is writing this like meta epic to tie together his like great mindscape of all of these stories, there's just literally no way you can make a movie out of that. Do you know how Stephen King used to write his books in the heyday of Stephen King, his early works up until probably about the late eighties? Mm. Stephen King would fill up a bathtub. Okay. Put a piece of wood across it as a sort of pseudo desk with okay. a typewriter. Pages on one side blank, pages right. on the other side a stack of stuff he's written. Okay. And he would do so much speed. Oh. And just fucking write. And just, and just fucking blow these things out. This is this is I'll take it a bath. This is it. Like yeah. this is what he did. And he has had, like, some pretty fucking crazy moments in his personal life as well. Right. Uh, car accidents, uh, f- uh, family deaths, friend deaths. Uh, yeah. A lot of things have happened to this guy. And he's a super sensitive guy, which you can tell because of how... Um, he seems like a nice, like, soft-spoken he's, man. He's, a, he's an intellectual. And right. intellectuals, more often than not, are hypersensitive. Okay. It's just because, like, they just have, like, it, to become an intellectual, more often than not, you are probably hypersensitive. You are probably just, that's why you're an intellectual. You've taken things in and you can retain them a lot. Also, and, like, you can see the flaws and good and everything. Exactly. It's like, by having so much knowledge, you kind of yeah. are weighed down by it. Yeah. and it, not, it's to, like, like, he, not to, like, suck his dick or anything. No, no, no. We're not, yeah, we're not, yeah. like, uh, we're not, like, Steve Bannon up here. No. We're not trying to suck Stephen King's dick. Yeah, you want to lose your job in a few, in a week, in a week and three days? Woo. His job technically hadn't even started yet. Jesus Christ. It was supposed to happen on August 15th. Oh, well. Isn't that fun? Yes. For all you out there that are listening to this in the year 2027... You have no idea what we're talking about. No. Well, hopefully... Well, the maybe wor- they do, which would be great. Or the world hasn't ended yet. There's we'll t-shirts see. of this. Mooch on, mooch on over. Mooch on over. Mooch on out. Tony Mooch. Tony Mooch. Coming e- at you. Uh, we love you, Tony. <laughs> Don't go away. <laughs> Stay here with me. Um, uh, so, yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, the Dark uh, Tower. Furious 8. Oh, fuck. Set. Sorry. Sorry. We got a um, lot of shows. Almost 50. The Dark Tower. So, yeah. All right. So, we, we got up to... We got up to... Uh, uh, him getting attacked in the house before that. What's to touch on his mom and he's got a stepdad. His dad died in like a fire trying to save a bunch yeah, of people. Yeah, his, his actual dad died in a fire. Yeah, and that's around the time when all of these visions started. Right. And Maybe that's kind of like an X-Men thing. Like it takes a very traumatic moment to bring out to these To trigger powers. your thing inside you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing is like, I really like the idea is that the only thing that could bring down this protective tower of the universe is like the innocent spirited mind of a child. You like that? I do like that. Cause I do think it speaks to like, kind of like what I imagine dark tower to be about structurally, where it's just like, 
you know, a kid as a blank slate is very creative and very imaginative and all that, like, positive energy being, like, literally turned into a weapon yeah. could be the only thing that they could bring down this tower. Hmm. The thing is, like, I would have liked that way. I like that as a nugget. But, like, you know, I would like it way more if they actually, like... If we had scenes with these kids, like, what if, like, when they took these kids who had these weird watches that have one to four dots on them, four dots being the best. Yeah, when he puts that watch up against he's like, like, yo, we got four we bars got four, with this guy. This guy's going we got full. Four bars. He's going Everybody full Wi-Fi. <laughs> you need to send an SMS text message? Does anyone have Apple Apple connectivity? Can we edit that part out? That nope. joke? Fuck. Yeah, that's fine. So, the I would have, like, like, what if, like, all these kids were, like, writing stories on a typewriter or, like, trying pictures and, like, they're just like, yeah, that's a really good painting. Get in the fucking chair. We're going to shoot your mind beam into the fucking tower. Like, your glow, your glow ray. Your glow ray into the tower. Your glow tower. Like, you know, like, like, characters die and, like, like people we just don't care about. There's no consequence because none of the characters fucking matter. The only thing I'm kind of sad about is that home is that Matthew McConaughey elder fries Matthew McConaughey younger's mom, and that's right. very like it's kind of like heartbreaking because of the way his father dies. You know, that is a thing that's like that's, that, that that's, was probably like the fact that they didn't show it and they only showed the aftermath and they showed his response to it. It, it was yeah. touching, except like you know, it, it, it was it, surrounded it by so nonsense. Flat. It falls yeah. so flat, like it's just like. Nothing's been built up to this, like, and everything in the scene, like, at the end of the day, it's just a man kneeling down next to a boy, yeah. uh, with, like, some burns and ashes on the ground, saying, like, don't let him win. Yeah, you know, it, this, is it doesn't, he, this is what he wants. He doesn't deliver. They're tracking you. They can do all the things that we're trying to prevent them from doing already. I love this sweet Well, no, drink. it's like, when he destroys the Dark Tower, it's all gone. No. Yeah, there's no, you it, don't like, need... the demons come in. Well, then there's no... I, I'm imagining, you know, to not be facetious about it, if you destroy the Dark Tower... Is that what the mist is? Is the mist, like, once the Dark Tower's been destroyed, oh, that's what like the, the demon, is, like, the demons come uh, in? That'd be like really that. fucking cool, though. And, like... I mean, I guess it's, it's the stuff. idea, it's like, we, now we don't need portals. Now, like, all the gates are broken, the worlds are colliding, and the demons can kind of, like, take control in the aftermath, and then only Sorcerer Matthew McConaughey can be top dog. You know, the world started going to shit about, like, six or seven years ago. Mm. And that's around the time that they stopped making Harry Potter movies. Now, I'm not saying... That is what you're saying. I though. think we need some more Harry Potter movies. Not getting this more... Fantastic Beast bullshit. fucking sell me that shit. That's a, well, what about Cursed Child? That's a Harry Potter play. Not, not, not powerful enough. That no, was pretty good, actually. I hear it's good. I want to read it. Yeah, it's good. It's coming to New York. People I mean, who don't like Cursed Child are, are, are sad. Probably. No, they're just sad. Like, they're, they're just sad, sad they're people. Just sad like, people. They, don't want, they don't want it. They don't want fun. They don't want fun. They don't like things that are good. It. They don't want yeah. it. They never wanted it. Right. This book sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they even touch the story? Who fucking wrote this? J.K. Rowling. Well, you were, kind you, of. You follow her on Twitter? She's great. Mm-hmm. Mm. I love her. She's fantastic. She's so good. That's Twitter culture. That that's that clutch shit. That clutch Twitter culture. Ooh. Ooh, that's the stuff I like. Um, what were we talking about? Dark Tower. It's Dark funny. Tower, that's right. I saw that movie. Listen, I hope you guys like Tangents because we're going to go on a bunch. Or we haven't, at least. Uh, okay, so he's in the... He's got a shithead stepdad. 
That uh, guy fucking sucks. Like an asshole. Like, stop being such a dick. Yeah, when Matthew McConaughey, when Matthew McConaughey old kills him, I'm it's just like, 2017. Hell yeah. It's 2017. You are a man in his late 30s. You were raised on movies where you saw that bad stepdads was a bad idea. I'm, he must have been confused Who a bit. Like, like that? He was yeah. just like, I, I want to... Those bad stepdads really had the right idea. I yeah. want to be one of those. I want to be one of those. Fuck you. You're not my kid. <laughs> All right. So he escapes from the skim people coming in, um, which you would think if they could make people look that good, they'd figure out a way to make it some kind of like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, a onesie, a, like a, like a Snuggie. Well, right? I mean, like, like, like you some know, kind of like a, whoop, 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 maybe put the seams like where the clothes are. The cockroach skin man and men in black look better than these people. It's D'Onofrio. That's the one. He's a phenomenal actor. What does he look like without the skin? Vincent D'Onofrio? Yeah. Uh, did you watch Daredevil? Yeah. Uh, the first Kingpin. one? Wait. It, it, Daredevil. I'm sorry. The show. Oh, in the show. Really? That's he He's did. huge. Yeah. Nice. He put on a lot of weight for that. I bet he did. He's he's, he's a monster. <laughs> you know what? Uh, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's little bug fuck character in Men in Black has to do with this this movie? Him no. and the main character both share a love for sugar drink. Oh, yeah. Got any more of that sugar? Give me... <laughs> did you, did yeah. you hear me what I said when they were like, we're going to leave this place. Give me four cases of that Give sweet sugar. Give me four sugar. cases of that, that sweet, sweet sugar, sweet sugar, sugar drink. Try. I'm going to go back to radiation land to kill myself. I feel fucking amazing. That Coca-Cola really, uh, ooh, really made me work. I love it. Also, the movie doesn't seem to... Do you to... want some more Coca-Cola rolling to the gunslinger? Always. I love Coke. I never leave the Batcave without a nice Coca-Cola. Always. What do you call this in your world? It's a hot dog. Savages. You savages. What breed what is it? What breed this? is it? Oh, it's not a real dog. It's no breed. It's just... It's, it's just a bunch of processed meat. Delicious. This, that is so do you pretty want to go on a bunch of adventures with me? Yeah, I don't have any family, so. He tells, he tells He him. tells that kid that he doesn't I was like, have I was like, oh my god, that's, that's, like, that's savage. That's something that a, a character needs to admit to themselves. They need to go, yeah. I have nothing left in this world after this literally, tragic adventure. Literally, Idris Elba is eating, did I say his name? I don't care. He's eating a hot dog. He's, He's like, eating what? a hot dog. He's like, your family's Why dead. Why the fuck would you stay here? Yeah, it's not like you fucking have anything. You want to be an orphan or some bullshit? Your mom's a fucking stain. <laughs> it's, like, it's he just and and he's like, oh by golly, gee Willikers, you're right. Come on, let's go. You're right. Earth kind of sucks, and everything's been bad for me ever since. And I'm very much over my mother's death. Yeah, we just skipped right to the end of that movie. Batman hasn't been over his parents dying. For like five hundred years, Batman's also kind of like a he's little a bit of a bitch in that. He's regard. kind of like get a bitch. over it, buddy. Well, same thing with Spider Man, Uncle Ben. The motivation for him murdering Sandman, or what he thinks is murdering Sandman, is him being like, "Yeah, you." I don't need you talking you about Spider Man. Right I'm sorry. You see the post. I see you it see all. It's in and my. We'll brain. all get it. We'll all get it. Oh, <laughs> all right. So he's got a dip, dipshit stepdad. He goes into the portal after fighting off the demon with his shine. Yeah. And he gets in there. Remember the remember the guy? Remember how the uh the man in black brings the splinter to the other yeah. rat man in the suit and he just licks it and he's like, Oh, that's, that's a boy. boy. Jackie, Ooh, that's Jackie a boy. Earl Haley. 
I wish I, you're a fucking monster. No, you know Jackie all these Haley. He played Freddy Krueger in the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. Did he Street. also play uh, Rorschach? Yes, in... yes, yes, yes. That's that's Look that guy. Are you proud of me, Dad? This, he's just in this thank this thankless role. Yeah. Where like he turns into like one of the fucking vampires from I Am Legend. Spoiler alert: There's vampires in that movie. Not he just turns into one of them the at the end of the movie. They're more like oh god. They're more like zombies. So there are vampires in the book. Hey. Hey, so sorry, you're okay. doing this. I'm not. I'm trying to progress. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, okay. So we get to we get to Midworld, yes. which is the world that um, Walty shakes and <laughs> and Roland the Roller yes. live in. Walty shakes. That's where the glow tower is. Yes. That's sucking all the all the sweet ADD out of these kids. <laughs> oh my kids. <goodness>. That's <laughs> what it is. That's yeah. And okay. uh, he gets there and he bumps into. Uh, Idris Elba's Roland, who's like kind of a dick, and they kind of haphazardly go around together, and they get attacked by like this like um, what would you call that? The shape shifting. Well, he sees or... he sees that he sees like his dad, uh, uh, yeah. Matthew McConaughey's Jake character. He sees his dad. Well, I mentioned that during my little rant. It's like the two de- the two demons that the are two actually demons. Well, because they're just like we keep the demons out. There's only two demons you really see in the movie, unless the, you well because they kind of the they shook through, right? Like there was like an earthquake kind of thing, and like they shook through something. Yeah, got through. yeah, yeah. Because they, yeah, I guess so. And then they're like, "Well, we took care of those," but like, oops, something else got through. And then it's like this weird, like kind of praying mantis kind of. Uh, it looked, it reminded me a lot of like a of like an alien from Aliens. Yeah, and because like, he had a long them, tail. Yeah, stings Roland, and he's like, "I'm a tough, I'm a tough uh, motherfucker." Yeah, yeah. But then he gets poisoned. It took me a really long time to realize that he like got some kind of like paralysis poison thing. Because remember, getting, like the weird, he was getting like the weird Tony Stark face. Yeah, because I because I remember he was just like, oh, I heal really easily. And then he looked at the wound, and it didn't on his chest. It didn't look that bad. I was like, oh, he's fine. He's showing us that it's fine. Hmm. And then eventually, you see his hand. and It's all veiny. I'm like, hmm. can he not shoot with his? What the fuck is this? what's going on? He doesn't need to shoot with his hand. He shoots with his he heart. Shoots with his heart or his mind. He shoots with his eye. The gunslinger. Also, I kind of want to talk about how devoid of morals the entire movie is. Oh, because it, it's just like you have like this young boy I shooting we a gun. Touched on that. Well, <laughs> that there is zero depth to this movie. No, I mean, is depth or just just no? Man in trench coat has guns, so he shoots them. He loves to shoot the guns, so that He's, he doesn't forget what his daddy. He looks robs like. the gun store, which I'm just like, let's talk uh, about that gun store. Listen to me right now. First off, the whole idea where I do not kill with my gun, I kill with my heart has a lot of implications of the whole guns don't kill people, bad guys kill people. Uh, yeah, I get it, and that's fine. I'm not gonna tread on that little fucking mill. Well, his guns are Excalibur too. Listen to me right now. <laughs> Talk about Look, that. I do not run a gun store. You never have. But so will I one day? Here's hoping. Well, you know, store soon doesn't work out. Yeah, it was a gun store. It's up and coming. <laughs> You're gonna need more of them soon. <laughs> um, a gun store owner owns a gun store. 
I guess we don't know if he's well, the owner. I don't think he's, he's the owner. Just I think he's, there. he's just the clerk. But see, like when I when I usually get like gun store people in the gun store, like I've gone into gun stores before with my dad, who's yeah, that, like a big gun nut, like or like that weird part of dicks these where you're guys just like, are like, oh, these are guns. Now. They strike me as the people that are working behind these counters strike me as the kind of people like, ooh, I cannot wait for somebody to come in here and try and rob this place. Ooh, I cannot. Oh wait. yeah. Oh yeah. I got They're, my favorite four six MLS. They are, they are half chub to stop a robbery this at all guy times. Just yeah. being like, yeah, sure, like come on in and here's the bullets. And then like he turns his back on to walk out and he's just like, I'm just gonna let them rob me, even though I have oh so many guns here. Like I didn't buy that for a fucking second. And then Matthew McConaughey's character, not Jake, um, the man, uh, the man of like Walter shows up and he's like making him like I'm not trying to I'm I not trying to do what I do and I'm like what are you talking about you love shooting guns you work at a gun store oh, he's a, we don't he's know a this pacifist. guy's story we don't we know don't this know, guy's no, story no. he could be a guy who's just like it's, it look, it, this the is owner's my wife's dad. dad. My dad. Yeah, yeah it's the only like, job I can get in my, New York my City. Father-in-law's place. I don't have a know, degree. I actually hate guns. I'm a pacifist. You know, I love Stephen King. I don't even know what I'm doing here. You want to, if you're going to take all these bullets, you might as well take my copy of Carrie while you're at it. Maybe read that. That'd maybe maybe there's a podcast coming and you can, you know. I'm into that. Read read some of that and, and join the conversation. That's really cool. That's a cool Hashtag idea. join the conversations, book clubs, about movie adaptations. Right. That scene didn't really make really sense to me. The scene where he's teaching the kid how to shoot the gun and then he's just like, all right, you're really fucking bad at this, I guess. And then takes the gun away from him. Well, no, he, he hits the can. He hits the can, but then After he's just he like, he's like, the super long the thing that we're going to hear long... like three or four times throughout the movie. Yeah. And then he takes the gun away from him and then he's just like, you leave the guns to me. When they and you do keep that, doing your weird mind shit. When they do that at the end, I was like, fuck. We hear Jake, Matthew McConaughey's Jake character saying it. And yeah. I'm like, fuck, are we going to have to hear him say this whole thing all over again? No, we hear it twice. And then it gets worse because Idris Elba starts repeating he starts it from the beginning though. Oh, <laughs> like oh, we don't even God. we don't even have him like finishing the very long like gunslinger uh creed they have to both say it yeah even more okay so they get attacked by praying mantis uh he gets infected oh, he goes to the yeah. village and he goes to the village and there's like this seer yeah they are seeking a seer because they want to also... find out where uh the uh, the silly drawing is they want to find out the where tower. the glow tower is because a seer can tap into the minds of anybody anybody mm. and then when the seer taps into young matthew mcconaughey's mind she's just like oh you're super special you're telepathic you shine you shine you want some ice cream is this from the shining or is this from this movie? Because I was not. Nah, what's up, Doc? That's Looney Tunes. That's Looney Tunes. Keep going. So she's just like, I can tell that you're telepathic, but I assume the thing is, <laughs> it'd be great if that. That's probably like the exact line she uses. The dialogue in this movie is, like, I can tell that you're telepathic. Yeah, I know. Like, he turns. He turns to Idris Elba and he says, like, her voice is in my head, <laughs> and he's just like. Oh yeah, I th- I fuck a thought. So yeah, I guess. yeah. But the thing, but the thing is, Matthew McConaughey is gathering all these kids. So does that mean they're all telepathic, or that young Matthew McConaughey is the most telepathic? Matthew McConaughey's Jake character, yes. Uh, well, he's like super special. He's the most. He shines brighter. But because mm. remember, okay, remember the homeless guy 
who tells you the whole movie in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. He's just like, they took me on, they took me before, but they stopped, they didn't use me, and now I'm back here and I'm homeless. I was a child like you once, and I also had powers. They took him. He also explains how you saw, so, so all these, there's multiple childrens with the shine. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And they blast their fucking creativity into the Dark Tower. But the thing is, Jake's is like, he's the, the best and or chosen one. And best his, what? he's the best and or chosen one. Endor, like and where or, the Ewoks are? No, you... Or the, cho- he could be the chosen one. Oh, to, and or. Yes. Gotcha. I thought I enunciated. So his mind would be the best to destroy the tower. Totally. Does that, I don't, it doesn't, I, the movie doesn't make any sense. No. Doesn't. And when that little stupid village gets it, I don't understand because they have like a. So they go to the village and there's a seer and it's like, yo, you got that shit. And he's like, yo, Idris Elba, I got that shit. And Idris Elba's like, yeah, no shit. I know. And then they're I've like, the all right, time. we got to walk through that shit to get to that shit over there. So they're like, it's going to take us some time to power that shit with this shit so that you can get to that shit. Why do they have a portal? Because remember, she's like. I'm asking this arbitrarily, because the answer doesn't matter. But I'm saying... Why don't you ask the wall real quick while I go get some more beers? You're getting more beers? Yeah. Ask, okay. okay just. Uh, so she asks... She's like, all right, we're going to use the portal. But what I don't understand is, why does... Why does this weird tribe of people have access to the portal? But she's just like, if we use a portal, they're going to track us. But it seems like the only people that do have portals are... The weird savage mid-world people and Matthew McConaughey has access to every other portal. I just, like, don't get it. Yeah, man, totally. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. And it's right. it, it makes no you, sense. You say I guarantee thing. I'm going to take a piss. I guarantee you say whatever you just said right there didn't make any sense. Didn't make any sense. Didn't make any sense. Yeah, there's no there's no rhyme or reason to so it. I have a rant to the, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, the... The biggest thing about this movie that is kind of really gnawing at me is Idris Elba won this part. Like, this was a huge thing. Like, Roland's not supposed to be black, right? Like, in the books, we don't know. We don't know if he's white or black. It doesn't really matter. Stephen King came out and said that you know, it doesn't matter. Like, it could be anything. And so Idris Elba had to walk in there against all pre-contexts. Oh, hey, Joe. Come here. Joe, come here. Am I allowed? Yeah, come on in. Really Sit down. Allowed? Sit down. Okay. Uh, we're talking about the Dark Tower. Oh, I didn't see it. You didn't see it? Have you read the books? No. No? No. What'd you think of the Dark Tower? You see the trailer? No. No? I'm Nothing? A, I'm a bad movie person. Uh, do you like Idris Elba? The what? Idris Elba. I the actor. Who, I, I don't know who that is, actually. Uh, uh, he name another... Strader, Bell on the Wire? Strad, I don't know who that is, either. Mm. What else uh, is it just added in? Um, Damn, I'm he's, a he's Shere, fucking... He's Shere Khan in Jungle Book. He's Shere Khan in Jungle Book. Ah! Did he do a good job in that? He did do a good job in that. Nice. He's great in that Jer- movie. Did you see he very uh, Prometheus? He's yes. Prometheus, he plays he? the dude that fucks Charlize Theron in Prometheus. He's See, like got the Christmas go. tree and he's like smoking names. a cigarette and Charlie's Th- 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 Theron. She's, she's gonna be uh, atomic blonde in atomic blonde. She's the atomic blonde. In atomic blonde. Okay, okay. Kinda. No, yeah. You, you got it. I mm-hmm. think I got it. You like Matthew McConaughey. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's. Yeah. He was in. You're watching Will True Detective right now, aren't you? Yes, I oh, am. Did you finish the first season yet? Uh no, I did not. But I watched Ooh, episode a... four. Oh, very good. Yeah. Episode four, of True Detective. <laughs> that's the fucking shit right there. Oh, it's real good. Oh, yeah, Cathode Ooh. Ray, a fucking True Detective dog. Yeah, that's actually My a good idea. It's not bad. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Where, where are you at? Where, what's the? Well, we don't want to get into spoilers. I, I guess. The fifth. I watched the fifth episode. So you watched the episode after that, and that's Post where I am. That's it. So don't ruin anything else for me. That's interesting. I'm gonna keep going. So I'd love to come over and watch the season finale with you. Actually, okay, is that cool? Uh, yeah, absolutely. All right. I'll, I'll let you know. You let me know. <laughs> I yes. love episodes. I'll be back for it. How many other? How many? There's eight. Or <laughs> there's nine? eight. There's eight, eight. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, you don't need to watch season two, despite what Virgil tell you. I heard that's what it is. I, I Virgil will try and trick you like like Satan does. You want to watch season two, buddy? Yeah. He's like he's like the. But you're one of those tree. like you gotta buddy. finish, right? No. You can't leave buddy. that that look at nut me. inside. Look at me. Look at me. Oh, look am I allowed me. to say Shut things up. like that? Hold on, look don't at look me. At him. Don't look at him. You gotta watch season two. You gotta watch it. He doesn't want to watch I'm it. I'm gonna watch season two. He yeah, doesn't. Yeah. No, fuck that. What? Mm-hmm. What happened? I blacked out for I a win. second. I'm I sorry. <laughs> I was possessed. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Possessed by the demons. Okay, bye, Joe. Sorry. Go with go goodbye, with everyone. Sorry for my my terrible. No, no, no. You were great. Uh, so if Idris Elba, hi, Robbie. Hey, I'm before back. you left, I was talking about uh. You talk about, or after you left, rather. Uh, Were you talking about Dark Tower? No, yeah, yeah. I just saw this movie, The Dark Tower. Uh, I was talking about how if, if, like, you remember the whole casting of Idris Elba was like this controversial thing because Roland's supposed to be white in the books because Stephen oh, King's white have, and he's the author. See, and that's I, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. See, and, I thought that that I thought I assumed his character was black in the book because I no. feel like I didn't hear that. Well, happen. it's it's just like uh, J.K. Rowling coming out and saying like when they were doing the cursed the cursed child Hermione being Hermione was black yes. uh, played by a black actress uh, apparently she was fucking killed it I bet and I really wanted to fucking see that and uh, still- Stephen King also came for him and was like doesn't matter because it fucking doesn't yeah uh, I will say though that. The tactlessness of the rest of this movie doesn't seem to really understand the idea of bringing a black man into our earth that just like is carrying guns and like, like, do they have guns and bullets in your world? Like the correct response from that kid should have been, yeah, but you're not going to want to. The thing is, so this is like a weird moral. This is, this is like a weird thing to bring up. Not that it's like bad to bring up. I think it's like worth a conversation, but like realistically bringing in like the race politics into this movie would have slowed down the already terrible pacing of it. It's 95 minutes. There's no yeah. pacing to this movie. You could yeah. throw on an extra half an hour and it'd still be like, yeah, it's a short movie. It's true. It's a good thing. But I don't think I, there's in this version of this movie, there's no room for that. I don't think. No, no. And I'm yeah. not saying that you needed to have no, it. I'm just saying no. in, but realistically, with, with like it's hard movie... for it's hard for us to watch. It's like also like having like this black man rob this like gun store. I'm just like, there's a context guys. Just like, like what cannot, the fuck are it you cannot doing? be left behind at yeah. this point in time no. when making movies. Like you cannot do it. Like have you? It 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 just comes across as tone deaf. Like you don't understand yeah. the the context of the things. However altruistic you might be trying to be, you need to understand that these are situations that would. In reality, yes, these are things that would come up, and all you got to do is just like bat them away with a single line. 
mm-hmm. but like they choose not to do anything like that. I'm not saying that it's a problem. Like this movie's got a lot of problems. That besides is that. that is definitely not like. But the, I at was the forefront, I was but. mainly getting at like if Idris Elba blew these people away to play Roland when they were trying to cast uh, a white actor, which right. I would imagine is what they were probably generically going for. I'm sure that's how it started. When they cast what John, exactly John did he Boyega's... bring? What did he bring to the table that they were like, oh, fuck this. I think... Were they trying to jump on that Idris Elba as James Bond bandwagon that was going around along at the same time? I think it's kind of what you said with like the that character kind of being like a Han Solo type and, and Idris Elba just like really... He exudes that kind of he has that He has yeah. that charisma. That's like totally his swag, you know? Like that's like his know. thing. It's very odd to me. Because he's nothing in this movie. Like, he's great, because Idris Elba cannot be great. He's one of the best. Be I mean, honestly, like, Matthew McConaughey, uh, mostly as the Man in Black, like, I don't hate that performance. I hate that character. I hate all the characters in the movie. But, like, Matthew McConaughey acting as that character isn't, like, the worst part of it. Honestly, him being, like, this ominous, like, all-knowing, all-controlling character... It's kind of cool, which makes his death even the more frustrating because it's just like money always wins. wins. Mm-hmm. No, death always wins. Yeah, I know. You just said money. Yep. That's like not the part that bothers me. I just, I think he's amazing as Jake. He's great. The kid, the kid's fine. He does what he needs to do. I think it's. I mean, I can't. I the whole time I was watching that movie. I kept forgetting that it was Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey the whole time. Man. Yeah, like, it's that's really... something unto itself. When a when an actor who is that uh, that well known and you're so used to seeing their face right. and hearing their voice can change their voice and alter how they look and their, their performance, literal that stature much, and shape. It's fucking amazing. You it's can't, incredible. You can't yeah. like that's. I will give it that. I will give it that. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you there. It's it's much like how. Um... I had a good bit for that. So, they leave the village because they get the portal going. God, we're only in... So they go... This is the, this is the end of... This is the end of Act 2. No, no, this is, the, this is getting into the third act here a little That's bit. That's what I was... A little the, bit, the, yeah. the village... We're about the village to enter fiasco he, he gets is, in, yeah. We can jump to the, the end real quick here because nothing happens after this. Well, there's that they funny hospital scene that everyone laughed in the theater. It's a wacky little hospital scene. It's a fish out of water part of the story. Alright, so they get into New York City. Yeah. There's a lot of people. He's sick. He's poisoned. They bag up his guns because they gotta bring him to a hospital because, yeah, put the guns in a blue plastic bag. That's how you're able to walk around with guns. I guess the kid just has the bag on him. Mm. Also, do you remember that quick line? I said I guess they wouldn't check the kid, right? Is that whole thing? And it's Dude, like, would why just, would they check the kids' back? This is weird, but I assume, like, you know how, like, New York City schools have metal detectors? I would assume that New York City hospitals also true have metal detectors. I don't know. Also, I was waiting the whole time for them to be like, maybe because, like, I'm 26 and don't have health insurance. I'm waiting the whole time and there doesn't seem to be like, so, like, do you have Fidelis yeah, or MVP? Pay, they, like, it's not like, That's the whole thing. It's not like That's doctors the whole, just, like, they, no, listen. Here you go. It's not like how it should be. Where and then he gives them like a handful of like fucking like spree and like yeah, it's just like here's like, like here's like three Tic Tacs, a Percocet, and that's a that's a Flintstones vitamin. And he just eats them all and drinks mm-hmm. them with a soda. Drink He's some, like, drink some refreshing so, Coca Cola. Felt so good in my life. He gets that sugar rush. He gets that sugar rush. Mm-hmm. But during the hospital scene, that that's why I was just they're like, oh yeah, you have every single hepatitis, <laughs> which is like, which was jarring. Is, is that a sex? Like, that's a sex what thing, are they right? Doing? Are they? What are they doing? That's like a weird sex thing that they're bringing up. I've been with a lot of women. I bang them. 
I'm a fuckboy. Well, the thing is, every different kind of demon has a different kind of hepatitis. And I fucked them all. Damn, Daniel. Back at it again. <laughs> so. That was my favorite part of the movie. Did he say them? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Uh, it. I had to think about it. Do you still have Vine in your world? <laughs> no, Unfortunately Vine, not. Vine's dead. He just fucking yeah. kills himself. Animals still talk in your world? What do you mean still? <sighs> so they leave the hospital. <laughs> the best scene in the movie. Thankfully. The best scene in the movie. That's the best scene in the movie? Tell me what the other one is. Tell me what you think the best scene in the movie is. Well, when it said that it was directed by Nicola Harcel. <laughs> love that part. That was great. Ah, uh, the opening of the end credits. That was amazing. <laughs> um, so they leave the hospital. The second favorite scene. They leave the hospital, and then they go... They gotta go to um, Jake's place. They got, Wait, the... The house. That Jake oh, I guess built. that did happen after the hospital they gotta, scene. They, they gotta, gotta go to Jake's place. They have to be like because he's like I can. I gotta check on my mom. My mom might. might I don't know. Not be burned like into she could. She could be alive. Yeah. So they go there. I almost didn't think his parents were dead, even though I saw his parents die. I was like, he's gonna go to the house. Well, we saw his stepdad just get stopped breathing so yeah. easy yeah. and. We never, we didn't see his mom. We didn't know what was going to happen. No, but then you see your burn. Then we, we see. Yeah. Um. And then they go there, sad, which we talked about. He starts having a weird shiny seizure, mm-hmm. and then and then Idris Elba is just like, then no, 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 on a they can track that rooftop. That yeah, wait, are they? A, they're up on a rooftop, and he's like, "I'm a, I'm, I'm gonna kill him." He's like, "Is that what my mom died for? Your vengeance?" Is that a line from the movie? That's a line from the movie. I might have phased out during yeah. that. Yeah, my my mind might have just like came out of my head and just like. And then they, shit. then they do the, uh, then I think they do the bullet gun thing. Which is where oh, where they're in? No, they're from. in that weird warehouse. Yeah, but first they're up on the roof, and then they go downstairs. No, no, something happens like, in between there because they go to that weird. Maybe they just go there. Mm. No, because in between those parts, the gun shop scene happens. Right? No. I think they go to the gun shop after that. They're like, we're going to yeah. go fight them. We're going go we to go kill them. We have to get bullets. So we got to get some ammo. They yeah. go there, and all of a sudden, the man in black shows up. You know what's weird? Surprise, motherfuckers! And he's like, he's in there, and he's he locks Jake out. Yeah. And Roland's like, run. And so Jake's running away from all of the guys, but he gets oh, caught. Fools. He eventually gets caught. And, they, and cool. they take him to the glow tower. And he telepaths Roland to, to come get Gives him. Gives him the, the code yeah, so the that he, he knows codes. where to go. Yeah. And then, so then Roland has to fight his way into the... Church? The place where there's a bunch of... Skin, skin rats skin rats and they're they're all really bad at uh shooting things they all have yeah they all have automatic weapons um and we get a cool action scene it's cool it's that fun. scene's fun, it's hey, fun. you know what, you know what I was thinking this is, you might think this is funny I'm watching that scene and I was just like man I kind of want to watch Wanted again <laughs> the whole the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, you know what has really good gun shooting in it? Ugh. Wanted has some really good gun shooting. 
Maybe I'll watch Wanted tonight. Maybe I'll finish my Smarter Man article. I don't fucking know. Who knows? Who knows what will happen? So then he fights through all those guys. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, on the other end, uh, Matthew McConaughey Sr. hooks up Matthew McConaughey Jr. to the chair. Yeah. Shoots his ADD into the air to try and break the Dark Tower, but he's fighting back. That scene was very confusing because like, when they were in the church, I'm like, did they go through a portal? But then I realized there's a portal in the church because apparently there's just portals well, no, everywhere you need them There's to a be. lot of portals in New York City because that's where they're kidnapping kids from. It's stupid, yeah, but that's no, what they no, say. you're yeah. right. Yeah, that's true. Um, that makes sense. Well, and then they, the they uh, uh, he's fighting back. Yeah. The, Jake, the kid. Well, he's in the chair and he's, he's fighting he's back resisting, a little bit. He's resisting. Yeah. So Matthew McConaughey like makes fun of him. He's like, killed your mom. And so he gets a little mad and there's some more. Dark yeah. Tower is getting like kind of beaten up a little bit. And Well, the, the New York then, City skyline's getting red too. It's, yeah. A, yep, know, yep. Solar there's impending flare. doom. Right. And Idris Elba is on the other side of the portal, still in New York City on Keystone Earth. Keystone Earth. Which sounds like a Keystone-like commercial. It's like an app that you would use to like how, learn how to talk Spanish or something like that. The um, Hobla oh, Keystone Earth. It's the stone. It's the oh, like Rosetta stone? stone. Yeah. See, I was thinking it was a stupid joke, but like I'm. Listen, man, I've had I've had my fair share of stupid jokes literally on this episode. I know. Yeah. So you, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're fine. So Idris Elba is in New York still, yeah. and uh, Jake is keeping the portal open. So Matthew McConaughey is Wait, like... Wait, is Jake the one Jake's the like keeping the portal. They're trying to close the portal. And they're like, it can't happen. It, it, we can't <laughs> close it. It's impossible. Yeah, the guy, Frank Frank Kranz. <laughs> who I can't tell if he's a rap person or not. I don't know. They Oh, well, he might just be weird looking. He might just be like a weird... He could have either been like, he's just like, oh no, I'm just a hacker. Yeah. They, they kidnapped me when I was a kid and tried to use my ADD to break the Dark Tower, but they realized I was more useful to them in some way. Welcome to the Dark Tower Part 2. Turns out I'm very focused. I'm very focused. I'm very focused. I got it. And then, so Jake's keeping the, the portal open. Mm. So instead of allowing Roland to come through, Walter, Matthew McConaughey, senior. Senior. Walks through and he's like, all right, you want to be in person? Here we go. And they get to have a fight. You want to have a showdown. He's throwing rocks at him. He's throwing glass at him. He's throwing we pipes should, at we him. We should talk about how... So, have you ever... There are probably times where you've watched a movie and you're like, all right, what happens if you take the green screen away? Or you just see the green screen part? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And in, in this one, it's really just Matthew McConaughey crab walking. No, he's not. He's just crab standing like this. Visual gag. He's crab walking, has his arms up like this. You look very good. And that's probably what he just did for about like a half hour. Because he does fucking nothing in that scene besides lift his hands up like this, has his fingers extended. Yeah, he's, he's like uh, Mickey Mouse in the Fantasia. He's a sorcerer, sorcerer. I was thinking like Magneto or some kind of telepath, but uh, that's also true. Yeah, that's what they all look like. The sorcerer, or sorcerer, sorcerer. He's a sorcerer. Sorcerer. Hey, he also calls magic. He calls magic every time in the movie. My magics. What he calls every time in the movie. Matthew McConaughey Senior, the Man in Black, Walter calls. He's just like he's unaffected by my magics. He pluralizes it every single. You didn't notice that? Do every single time he's like he's like my magics. It's probably like magics with a K, right? That's what the that's what I was. It's like some Final Fantasy shit or some like sort of mana. Yeah, magics. Yeah. Hmm. 
I imagine it's a very interesting movie. So then, how does so tell me how how does Roland kill? He gets the shit kicked out of him. He's about to give up, mm-hmm. and then Jake uh, gives him some words of advice, which is a very uh, a long. Um, it's a creed of a sorts. calming creed, mm-hmm. and he grabs his gun and he goes, "All right, I'm gonna shoot him," but he's been. Blocking all my bullets, so I'm gonna shoot him. But then I'm gonna real quick shoot another bullet that's gonna ricochet off the wall and mm. hit that bullet just so it just kind of goes off a little bit to the slide and just gets him. And it gets him. Gets and he's him. very shocked by this. And then Roland gets up and he's just like, X gonna give it to you. What? X gonna give it, and gonna give he it to you. He loads into him, gets him. Yeah. Uh, he also gets him one square right in the noggin. Right in the dome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gets him. And it's much like when, uh, was it Ice Cube or Ice T in which Fast and the Furious <laughs> where they have the grenade launcher and he just comes out of nowhere and just like unloads. No, wait. Yes, that is in one of the Fast and Furious, isn't it? Or am I thinking Triple X? Or Fast and the Furious? I forget. Menage! Menage! Oh, my brain! <laughs> Everything's scrambled, Birch. That's too much. Oh my god. So he kills him, uh, shoots one of Jake's uh, bracelet things off that's like holding them in. Um, yes. Grab, uh, he runs to the portal, grabs him, and then he shoots the portal so it closes. Which is super easy. Super easy. Now, what they could have done at the beginning of the movie, gone to a portal, put in the coordinates, shoot the portal there. Close the portal tip. Right. And they're, in New, they're in New York. <laughs> they're in New York. And they eat some hot dogs. And yep. Idris Elba is just like, your mom's fucking dead. Your dad your, your, fucking your died, dad a while ago. died a while ago. Your stepdad was a stepdad. dick and he's dead. He's fucking dead. Uh, I don't think you really liked your like super Long Island friend that was living next door to you. So Was he Long Island or was he Queens or was he Brooklyn? That was fucking Tony Mooch as a kid. That w- <laughs> That's the real story. Exactly who that was. I could have snapped that kid's neck with my hands and been very happy about it. Well, you're not supposed to kill kids. You're not supposed to kill kids, but that kid sucks. Doesn't matter where they come from. That kid sucks though, yeah. right? Wanting to kill people from Long Island is a thing that you're just going to have to deal with. Everybody else has been dealing with it Listen, for a long I time. Lived, I told you I lived in Ice Island, Long Island for a while, right? I have some very close friends there. Mm. They can live. Mm. Bubba's burrito bar can live. They'll put mozzarella sticks in your burrito. And french fries. So Roland says... Some good shit. This is, this is a good hot dog. <laughs> he decides. Let's go have some adventures. <laughs> but then they just go to, to the portals. I guess still so work. They go to the. They go to another portal. That's next to um, like a like it's a it's a laundromat named uh, King. Yeah, I guess Stephen yeah. King. Stan Lee gets a cameo in every one of his movies. Little, we get a little bit of we get a little bit of flashy flash on the inside, and then we. We cut to credits and that's it. So go fuck yourselves. It's like a weird back. Thanks to the for future. the money, losers. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, it'd be great if that just came up as like <laughs> like the third title really, credit at the really end. Like should. thanks for the money, losers. Fades to black and then they do credits. Yeah, we really goofed on you. I don't. Roland and Jake will return. 
What even would the sequel? There's there's no fucking way they're making another sequel's easy. You think so? Man in Black's not dead. Matthew McConaughey's not coming back. And he's Matthew McConaughey's not coming. Some revenge from Jake and Idris Elba are out doing their little pirate adventures. They're having fun. Uh, just doing a bunch of. I don't want to fucking talk about this movie anymore. I don't want to do it. We anymore. did it for an hour. Listen, here's here's my thing. Go for it. Final thoughts. Let's do it. Final right, thoughts. Let's just do it. I, you know, there's talks about doing a TV show of this. Obviously, this show would. Obviously, this kind of story, any kind of long-running book series adaptation, is better suited for television. Yes, almost a hundred times hand over fist. This, 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 the Dark Tower was going to be, you know, like it was destined to be like this new HBO, like ongoing series. Like it was destined to be it, and a bunch of shit just fell through. Ron Howard, at one point, was in charge of directing this. That would that is a great. That's a great cat, you know, like, talk about someone who understands, like, meta storytelling, like, that's, like, what Arrested Development, like, is, essentially, like, it's a story commenting on itself, like, yeah, they work as a, like, he could work he could very totally well as, like, that. a producer on that show, I think, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, I think he could tie it together, yes. but, unfortunately, we didn't get that, and, there we go, we are. so, I mean, I think we're still gonna get a TV show, I think the show might change, I do not think we're I getting, I think this is it. I don't know. I think we're getting getting a show. I I think they're going to go tail between their legs. Whoops. Sorry. Sony has had a lot of success this year. They had Baby Driver. They had Spider-Man. They've had a lot of success this year. I think that this is going to be the one, though, where they're like, But this is on their... They've had some success this year. Spider-Man's half their own success. Their name is on it. Their name's on it, It for sure. Starts out with the Sony... But, like, this is also kind of just, like, another nail in, like, the long running of them just kind of dropping the ball in, like, really big franchises, you know? Like, they just kind of don't have their shit together, I feel like. I don't uh, really I, know. I, I don't like, think that this movie is very much Sony's work. I mean, fuck no, it. Very no. mal- it very well might be, but my goodness. You you guys. I mean, what the, are you doing? The thing is, the movie. Who watched it? Who watched this movie? And they were like, that's it. Go. Well, it's like you hear about like how the test audience screenings like went so poorly. It's just like, what should you guys change to, to what you think is better? Like what do you, the, the movie, the movie stinks of like studio mumbo jumbo. The movie stinks of reshoots, re-edits, re like, you know, things aren't working out or someone's not happy with this. Like, I don't know. We talked a lot about this movie for how shitty it is. I don't give a shit about this movie anymore. You want to talk about anything else cool? Oh. Anything else? I don't give a fuck. I finished Breaking Bad. Yeah. we. Ne- I texted you. You never told me what you thought about the ending. I said it in the group chat. Cool, dude. Did you? So you like the ending of Breaking Bad? Cool, dude. Fuck off. Tell me about That's it. That's what it is. Cool, dude. That's it? Well, we can't talk about it. That's a huge spoiler for Breaking Bad. People should have seen it by now. Oh, you. Come no. on. Oh, Come look on. at you over here judging what people should and should not have you seen. You can tell me the you end. You wasted 95 minutes watching The Dark Tower. You can tell me the end of fucking Terminator 2, and I can tell you right now I don't really care. Sex. What do they make? Uh, the boy who goes to the future? In that one? I won't talk about anything else anymore. You're done. You're hosting. Close it out. You don't want to tell me about Breaking Bad? Nope. 
We'll talk about it with the mic's off. We'll talk about it with the mic's off. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed the show. (laughs) It definitely got fucking weird. I'm doing this mostly for me. (laughs) If you made it this far into the episode, you're you're our number one fan. And uh, listen. Oh my god, you look amazing when you're saying this. Let me explain to you Bobby's face. Please. He is like, he's crying. <laughs> and he's, he's trying so hard to just close this yeah, I'm just trying. I'm doing the best I can. Go. Thank you so much again for listening. Uh, listen, if you didn't like this episode, and you like some of our more traditionally structured ones, or that are normal, you can... You can interact with us. If you are a listener of our podcast and you're part of our StoryScreen community, please reach out to us on StoryScreenBeacon at Twitter. Please email us. Uh, it's typically our first names followed by at StoryScreenBeacon. Uh, no, it's our name. At StoryScreenBeacon.com. StoryScreenBeacon at, uh, yeah. That. Robert, Mike, Bernard, Jack, Diana. Gmail. StoryScreenBeacon. StoryScreenBeacon at gmail.com. That's it, where you can send it. It's not going to be StoryScreenBeacon.Robbie.com gmail.com it wouldn't be that so you can figure out how that works mm-hmm. um but you can follow me at uh at rob a bay uh do you have a preferred social media that people can follow you at Burge? uh i'm on um what Mike one do you Burge use on most? twitter but okay. i don't really use it all that much mp Burge on instagram but like you don't want to see that shit mm. uh but, yeah. if you request them on facebook you'll see if you hey, can just email me and i'll talk to you about stuff yeah okay. but you know if you guys have any suggestions on the show or want to see things be better or if you like this really loose cannon cop <laughs> yeah give us some advice because obviously we, need we don't guys. know what the fuck we're doing if you want to get joe on some more episodes we gotta get joe. Get, joe joe get back in here joe 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 it's over he's dead he might be walking sunny the dog oh that's a thing that happens he does walk the dog all right though all right Thank you again so much for listening. Uh, Joe! Joe! Get back in here. Say goodbye. We're saying goodbye goodbye to everyone. Oh, bye, everyone. Where can they find you on, uh, on, like, the internet? (laughs) On the internet? Yeah, you you do Twitter or anything? You tweet? Do I? I don't don't have a twat. I have a twit. Twat. He doesn't doesn't do that. Easy now. I don't know. This goes out to (laughs) people. I don't know how radio goes. Well, you don't say twat on the radio. (laughs) I didn't (laughs) say twat on the radio. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. What? Burge can edit me out. You're fucking trapped. You're messed. You're messed up. No, no. You can't put that. What's your social security number so people can reach you? 555-329-831. Did you do is three? That is that three digits followed by two <laughs> digits followed by four? No, because that, that is the right you. whoever That's social right security form. number that is is just about to get fucked. Uh, uh, I well, made that up do. completely. It's Mike Burgess, but I made it up. Oh, good. If uh, it wasn't Mike right. Burgess, all right. So that's Joe. Um, thank you so. <laughs> this is the weirdest. the weirdest. This is the weirdest episode we've done. Uh, thank you again so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back with more hot takes, more other things that we do. Buy a fucking t-shirt. Yeah, buy a t-shirt. Buy They're a awesome. fucking t-shirt. They're t-shirt. great. Yeah, they got I the got logo. One. Yeah. Do you? Did you get? I think we got. I think did we got like twenty-five left. We're done. The, the episode's the over. It's shut the fuck up, everybody. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. I don't have a t-shirt. You got a thing to say before we close out? You got a little thing? Go see the Dark Tower. <laughs> don't see the Dark Tower. <laughs>
think just like the first Spider-Man has such a sense of humor to it, you know. The first one? I think the second I one think is the, way oh, yeah, funnier. absolutely, because they, they figured they, out what they, they were got doing. It. Yeah, yeah, but like, uh, you know, all the goofy stuff with like uh, Green Goblin showing up and he's just like, fuck all you guys on that balcony. He turns into the skeleton. He just, like, just, like, just fade away. Pure Raimi. Like, it's great stuff. It is very, yeah, it is very Raimi. Um, but that's why I really like Spider-Man 2, because one of my favorite scenes in all three is the Doc Ock reawakening scene? Oh, it's, the it's, it's best. It's a horror movie. I was really hoping in that, that you scene. Done that because it really it's is so, like just they, he goes I, for dude, it, dude. I forgot about it. And I, I, I could tell. I was just like, this is the scene Rami always wanted to make. Oh, this yeah. is this is oh, like yeah. what he's always been wanting to do. It's great stuff. And he finally was just like, can I make a horror movie in here real quick? And he did. It's really cool. 